0: Yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life. And These waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship. So, I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative. And hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Welcome back to the Hill of Beans podcast show. The show where it's perfectly acceptable to slide into our DMs. (laughs) Right, Casey? (laughs) Depends. Depends. Well,
1: no, I'm serious. They can DM us. No, what, uh, what kind of message are you sending? Please leave out your body parts.
0: Uh you you wanted to talk you said you want to talk more about my dating life and you wanna talk about ghosting today. Is that right?
1: No, ghost, not ghost
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. We know
1: you get ghosted a lot, Ezra. Yeah. yeah I do. Which is, which can be scary.
0: Uh Well, yeah, but you you know, it doesn't even scare me anymore. (laughs) No, you're used to it. Uh, So, okay. We're talking about ghost stories today. The real ghost. Real life ghost stories. Uh Um, And we have a special guest with us today. We do.
1: Her name is Nani. And I was like, you know, after we took the poll um, with our... uh, And
0: for clarification, Nani is not a ghost.
1: she's a real person nani say hey what's up i'm real and i'm here (laughs) (laughs) she's here and she's real we can see her and she's real so anyways after we took our poll about what people wanted to hear and ghost stories got up there like on uh, yeah i saw that yeah which you know is that because we're going into october people are feeling it it's like fall you know what i mean or is this really something that people love to hear about
0: Well, I think uh, both. I think people like to hear about it because I think everyone kind of, you know, I mean, obviously I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, ghosts aren't real, blah, blah, blah. You know, and and I'm kind of, I'm at the middle point, you know, I'm like, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You know, I'll share an experience I had when I first moved here to uh, downtown Greenwood where we live. Yeah, please Uh, do. I bought an old house uh, back in like the early 2000s. And the house was built probably early 1900s, nineteen hundred, somewhere in that range. And, uh, when we first moved in the, the house, we bought the, um, the owners, her husband had a stroke and he was in an assisted living facility. Um, so she had to sell the house. It was too much house. There were stairs and he was in a wheelchair now. So she, um, they put the house up for sale. We bought it and, um, Shortly after we bought the house, the the gentleman that owned the house, him and his wife, he died. And so after we moved like
1: after they moved out?
0: Yeah, like the the transition was we were moving in, you know, she moved out, we were moving in, and he passed away. Okay. And she had he he was struggling because he had a stroke, and so he wasn't uh, really conscious and all that. So he didn't even know that they, that she had sold the house. So, you know, when we moved in, we just kind of started noticing weird things, you know, like, like on and off, TV on and off, you know, you hear people, you hear someone walking (laughs) around, you know, but I'm kind of like, it's my imagination, you know, but, you know, there was a point where, um, I, on occasion I would wake up. In the morning, and I have like scratches on me, on my body, like, and I don't know what? where they were coming from.
1: <laughs> like legit, like fingernail scratches.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, you know, I at first you didn't I was, wake
1: up with them, you wouldn't feel it when it happened. No,
0: I wouldn't feel it. I'd wake up with them and i would you know be like because i was married at the time so i was like oh is your wife i was like yeah what are oh you doing to me God. at night oh my God. <laughs> uh but it wasn't like it wasn't the good kind of scratches if you know what i mean <laughs> it was uh this was um uh, this was weird because it got to a point where i was like purposely checking myself before i went to bed and then I would wake up the next morning and have a freaking scratch down my back or on my that's face like or whatever.
2: Demonic. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: And, and, and you know, maybe it was myself. Maybe I was doing it to myself. I don't know. But it was just very weird and odd. And then w- one night I was leaning. I just got into bed and uh, I, I, my body went completely numb. Like I couldn't. Like feel,
1: paralysis?
0: Yeah, I couldn't move. Um, Were you asleep or awake? No, or no you I you was know? awake because I just got into bed and okay. I was sort of like, you know, getting settled in my in the bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, you know, my wife at the time, she was in bed also. Um, and so, yeah, I, I my body went numb and I couldn't move. Mm. And it felt like someone was pushing down on me. Into, like pressure. Yeah, like I felt this pressure on me, like pushing me down. Like I couldn't get up, I couldn't move, and then it felt like I was floating in my room. Did you eat oh something? And, and there was no pot or weed or marijuana involved.
1: Okay, okay just clarifying.
0: <laughs> no alcohol. This was just like on a regular day. Okay. okay, and uh, and and I don't know how long it, it was going on. I, I I don't know if it was like minutes or seconds. I don't know, but all of a sudden. The feeling went away. Mm-hmm. And so I, I woke my wife up and I was like, I was like, dude, did you feel what was going on? What happened? And she had no idea what I was talking about. And then shortly after that.
1: Did anything ever happen to her?
0: No. I mean, she would hear stuff, you She'd know, see
1: like the lights and stuff. like Yeah.
0: That. The, there was weird, odd, odd things that happened. You're kind of like, was that just a coincidence or right. what? You know, but then shortly after that happened to me, it, everything stopped. And what from a spirit conclusion that I drew was that this guy died. He didn't know his house. Oh. He came back and oh. was wondering who the hell I was. Right. Oh. <laughs> that would but, and, and again, be. I don't know if this is I don't know if any of this stuff is true or this is just all coincidence or what. But this is the shit that happened to me. And then it just sort of made me question a lot of things. Dude, that that. is
1: crazy. So you're thinking there's a chance that the old homeowner who passed away is the one that came back and.
0: Yeah, because the night
1: was was confused because that's where he had lived. You know,
0: that's what yes, that would be if 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 we're going to say this was a ghost or spirit or some kind of entity, the only thing that I could draw a conclusion to that would make sense would be that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know.
1: How old How old was the house?
0: Oh, the house it was, was built in
1: like 1900. Yeah, the
0: house was built in like 1900. So okay. it's an old house.
1: Uh-huh. And did you ever ask yeah. the old owner if she...
0: I never did, no. No. No, I never... I, because, you know, she had moved out and so I didn't really have contact with her anymore. So, mm. and... Uh,
1: it's important, I think, to, you know, when things like that happen to dig into the past, like, mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. My antennas would go up. Nani, um, who's here with us today, that's how we cross paths. Yep. Because we have the same house. It's the same house experience. We both had two different experiences at two different times and did not know about each other. So I'll catch up real fast how me and Nani um, met. But my cousin uh, was a client of theirs, uh, their elite properties and property management. And at that time, They were occupying this house on Main, you know, as a business, which is the house I grew up in. Anyways, my cousin stops in uh, to make payment or something, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. how, How did that come up? Like, how did... How did you hear about me? I forget. Yeah.
2: So he came in uh, to make a payment and he was um, made a comment. Oh, do you guys have any um, weird experiences here? Do you guys ever hear anything? And I was like, actually, yeah. And we've had other people come in too that have like came in and sat down and was like, do you know you're not alone here in this house? Like, Yeah, we know. We know. Like we already know (laughs) that there is like ghosts in here. We know. But so he made a comment and I think he was even like telling us about how the layout of the house used to be. And then one day you just stopped in and yeah. you had a couple, I don't know if it was your kids or your nieces or someone with you. And you're like, yeah, you don't know who I am, but I used to live here. And we're like, okay, well come on in. And I like was like, oh my God, this is so cool because yeah. I've always wanted to talk to well, someone. Well, he
1: called me after he talked to you and said, hey, I went into your old house and they're having experiences too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think you should stop in there and and introduce yourself. So I did. And then that's how we, you know, became friends. Yeah. Uh, but I was so intrigued to hear her stories without her knowing mine. Cause everybody in the world already knew mine, right. In my family.
0: So you were living there?
1: When this well,
2: was born, no, I worked there. Okay. Um, it was a business. W- yes. Okay. But there was a, it was split up in different sections. It's like a 4,000 square foot house. So the bottom half was a business, And then the other half was like an apartment. Okay. So there were plenty of times where I did stay there like throughout the week or whatever with my kids. Um, it but, had like a full shower upstairs. Yeah, kitchen. it was like a full blown apartment upstairs. And
0: then that's this same house is where you grew up, Casey. Right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. And it was so wild. Um, so when I was younger, I moved in there when I was in first grade. But I always at the old house it was a ranch, and so I would get up in the middle of the night and get my own water. In this house, you had to go downstairs to the kitchen to get the water because the bedrooms were upstairs. And, and this house is built in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. If it, I mean, it's a very old house.
0: Yeah, it's right on Main Street in Greenwood. Main right? Street
1: McKinley, yeah, okay. right across diagonal the from the firehouse,
0: part, mm-hmm. oldest part of town. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, you know, would get up and get my water. Well, one night I got up and you know it was a double flighted stairs, so you'd go down one set of stairs, you would turn a corner, and then the flight would go down again. Well, when I got to that landing to turn, to go down the second flight of stairs, at the bottom of these stairs, I would see this guy, and this happened so many times, and he was a very large man, and he looked very dirty, and he had a beard, and <laughs> he had coveralls on, and I, I saw him so many times. Really? Yes. And so this is a crazy part of the story. Now, remember, I told you he
2: had coveralls on. mm mm-hmm. Okay, so Nani, go ahead and tell this story. So the I want to back First time we met, I we, it was like we were finishing each other's sentences and the experiences we had. And I've never even met her before or even heard of her. She was just like, oh, I used to live here. So then I just started opening up and talking about like the things that we've experienced. And I swear when she... I don't know if I brought it up to you or what, but I just got like goosebumps all down in my whole body. But um, when we moved into the house, before we moved in officially, we remodeled, like we we did the floor plan and tore down a whole bunch of walls. And there was so many different things that we found in the walls. And one of the things we found was overalls. (laughs) And what's crazy is that I had the same experience and I, I would see that man, the same right there at the bottom of the stairs. And then there was also, I actually saw like a smaller kid with, it was more like a, maybe a teenager or I don't know, like a young adult with him. And it was like a skinny little guy st- mm-hmm. standing next to him. But I remember that man. And I've even seen him like at the landing too, really? but yeah. yeah. So it's like, when she told me that it was crazy because we were just finishing each other's sentences. We we're like, this is insane.
1: Yeah, it is insane. And do you remember? So this is, this is fun. And we have so many, I'm sure little ghost stories that we can tell you experiences about that house. Um, but me and her went in one night with um, some ghost hunters. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, you did. Yeah, we, we did. did. It, it was good. insane.
0: Who, who were the ghost hunters? Like real? Yes. yes. Who were they? Are they local? Uh huh. Yes. Okay. Um,
2: and
1: he's actually done stuff with the actual ghost hunters that you see on TV. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And
1: they have all the equipment that you would need. Um, and it was absolutely crazy.
2: <laughs> I can't even remember all the stories that happened that night. There's so many but he also, you know, you're not alone here. And I was like, yeah, like we know that there's other ghosts here and whatnot. This this isn't that, but he, he was like a psychic. Um, And right, it was like the day before, I think that we, we did the investigation. He bumped into me at Kroger and, I only know him from him coming in once a year and he was talking to me and kept asking me so many questions about the house. So I was like, Oh, that's so ironic. Like we're, we're doing an investigation tomorrow night. And he was like, can I please come? And yeah. he came and was talking about, if you want to finish. Yeah, saying he, what he, when, well, first
1: of all, he shows up with a ball and we're like, why do you have this ball? And he's like, it's for like the a, little a
0: crystal ball. Or-
1: no, like <clears throat> a, a toy ball, like a bounce oh, okay, ball. Okay, okay. Right. So the psychic comes in for this ghost hunting and, He has a ball and we're like, why do you have the ball? And he's like, well, I always see a little girl here. And um, I brought her, brought this for her. And so tonight when we leave, just leave the ball here. You know, so she has something to play with. Like, okay. And then he said that there's always a cat with her. And he described the cat. And when I lived there, I had a Calico cat. And we moved while I had this cat over by Greenwood High School. And the cat would never stay there and it would always go back to Main Street
0: and do oh. it all
1: the way back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he described this cat to a T and said this cat will never leave here. And I was like, That's my cat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was insane. It was a long haired calico, like he knew exactly what it looked like. Um, uh, so yeah, we we did a ghost box, we heard what were
2: what were some things that happened that night at the ghost box? I remember so of uh,
0: Well, first of all, What's a, explain what a ghost box is.
2: Okay. So a ghost box is something, it sounds like a radio station. If you're just tuning through the channels, like scanning through the channels and you ask questions and it's like the ghost or the spirit pulls, um, words from the speaker box basically is what it is. So like, you could say, um, like, how old are you? And then like, you'll hear it, but then the, the one word that you're like, your answer that you're looking for, it's like crystal clear. And you know that that's what the answer is. Otherwise, it just sounds like kind of like white
0: noise. Mm -hmm. I I think I've seen one of those
2: before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does. It sounds like
1: static, but then all of a sudden you'll hear seven. Right. Very
2: like crystal clear. Okay. So what
0: what were some words you guys heard that night?
2: Well, one. Okay. So (laughs) there was um, someone that we actually know passed away in the house um, a couple of years before we did this. Yeah. Did, did and, you
0: personally know the person or you just heard, knew him?
2: No, we, we both oh, okay. personally knew him. And that's also another weird connection between the two of us because it was like, it was just crazy. But so um, he actually, I feel like, was talking to us through the box and he said my name and he even said my son's name, um, which my son's name is Nash. But um, there was... Like, I feel like the little girl came through the first time um, and she was saying, like, I miss you, Nash. I miss you, Nani, like crystal clear. And I'm like, what the heck? This is insane. Um,
0: you So you heard that. Sp-
2: yes. It was yeah. like, miss you, Nash. Was, was
0: anyone else there that heard it? Too? Yeah. Oh, we, were, we, we all, all were. were there too. It was yeah. just
2: like we were sitting down like this on the floor mm-hmm. and we were just sitting around like in a.
0: In a circle yeah. and just listening, and so, it
1: wasn't just us; it was the ghost center, the psychic, my brother,
2: and my oldest son.
0: Yeah, and you think the who do you think was saying those words? The
2: the little girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, because my son would my son he's ten, and I was there for ten years. So when I was pregnant, we were remodeling the house. So he's that's like was his second home. He was there every day after school, before school, everything. So he'd either be upstairs in the apartment, downstairs in the office, like doing whatever. But he would, um, that that little girl, I think her presence was the most intense there. But she would Mm -hmm. say, she clearly said, I miss you, Nash. And Nash is a very unique name. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like Jake or anything like that. So we're like, I remember when that happened, you grabbed my arm and you were (laughs) like, what
0: just happened? uh, Have you ever had a conversation with your son about, like, if he ever saw oh, or yeah. anything, like, about the little girl? Yeah, like, do you think maybe us. they communicated? Yeah.
2: Well, he, he, he wouldn't really say anything about her, but he would always... Like, my son's very into sports, so, like, balls and things like that would always be in the house and the apartment side. Like, I could hear him, like, the walls were, like, paper thin. But if I was at my desk, there was just a wall that separated us from the apartment, and I could hear him, like, playing with the ball by himself. Like, <laughs> But I'm like, hey, he's just a kid, whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm sure he probably was like playing with her when he was younger. But um, there was like times when we would stay the night there and he would say that there was like a man in the kitchen or something. It was more like he was scared or nervous and just felt unsettling about a man that was in the house, Mm -hmm. like in the apartment. He He didn't really say anything about the girl. But when he stayed downstairs or by the stairs, he felt fine with the... You know when he was there by himself i think mm-hmm. it's because the girl was probably hanging out with him as creepy as that sounds but yeah when
1: we were younger my parents took us on some vacations and they would ask people to house it because we had pets and they not one of them made it through the night
2: <laughs> <laughs> not one yeah. of
1: them wow. and my parents at first they did not believe me because i was so young and so at first I was getting in trouble because it's like, you know, I was keeping them up at night. They didn't see what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. They didn't hear what I'd hear, you know, every night around like three, three thirty, 30 up the the steps. Cause they were super creaky. I would hear like three steps. This is every night that I live there. I would hear just them whispering. And sometimes I I would really try and like, figure out what they were saying, but I, I swear they were like working and going up and down the stairs. And then I heard like, they'll hear us. Or I don't know. I tried so hard to make out what they, but I know I heard the whispers Mm -hmm. and the steps and then they would just stop. But my mom finally believed me when she actually got touched. Oh, Yes. Really? Yes. She said she was laying in bed one night and they had a big canopy bed and you know where it's covered with like white shears Mm -hmm. and she said all of a sudden the shears you know started moving and kind of blowing like there was wind and she said she felt like this hand go on her shoulder real softly and she said it was the most peaceful feeling but she felt that hand and she was not scared and she said she felt like that was when they wanted to let her know that they are there and everything's okay because I'm telling you what my parents had had it with me. (laughs) (laughs) They Um. were fed up, but then other things had happened over the years with the people that stayed there. And then to my parents and my brothers to where they all know now it's real.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: it wasn't just some like crazy little kid. So
0: going back to the ghost box was the only person you heard from that night you think was the, the little girl.
2: Well, I think we, we also heard from um, the mutual friend of ours that had passed away and he actually was like telling us messages for his, his dad and his kids. He made a comment and said something like, um, like, Don't remember exactly what it was, but he just said like "I love you" and "I miss you" and "You're my best friend" because his dad was like his best friend. So we knew it was him, and he even said his name on the in the voice box. It was insane. Honestly,
1: I was very skeptic. I was too when we turned it on, and I was like, I was kind of having anxiety. Mm -hmm. But when things really, I mean, you're just sitting there waiting for something to come through. So you ask a question, but then you could just sit and wait for five, six minutes. And then all of a sudden, something comes through. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Or it's like the way how I looked at it was I I had to think, okay, well, I know what the answer is. So I'm going to be listening for the answer. But then when I'm sitting there with five or six other people and we all hear it and we all look up at each other at the same. Did you hear that? That said this. And Mm -hmm. we're like, yeah, like it was like more of a validation, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I felt. A lot safer with everyone there you don't know what's going to happen or what's going to be said or mm-hmm. if it's someone good or bad or whatever the case we is. did also
1: do some investigating with some beams that night yep and some recordings we did capture a picture in the window of a face and um, that came through to me very do clear. you still have the picture we do. Well, mm-hmm.
0: you need to post that on, our... on
1: the hill of beans yeah. okay yeah we'll post that picture uh um, remember the tree Oh, yes, so that was outside, insane. That was wild. So outside when we did this it was there were no leaves on the trees. And in this one picture, back in the day there used to be a um, a big tree outside of this window. Well, in this one picture that we took that night, the tree was there and all the leaves.
2: But in real – and what's crazy about it is right – it was like within five minutes, we were talking. You were asking questions about your childhood. You were saying, do you remember me? And they were like, yes. And they even said your name too. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And I don't know. The, it was either you or someone else was with us, and you guys were taking pictures. She, Casey took a picture, and I took a picture damn near the same time. Yeah. And my phone didn't show anything. It just showed normal. But basically – When she was a child, there was a tree there and it was a huge tree and it was a beautiful tree. But now to this day, when we did the investigation, there was, there's no tree there. There There's nothing there. We got to post them.
1: Yeah. And I have um, one EVP that we caught, um, which is... What's EVP? An EVP is where there's no ghost (laughs) box. It's just a recorder and you ask a question and then you don't ever hear anything, but then you play it back. And if something comes through it'll come through. Okay. So it's just, you know, dry air recording.
0: What did, what'd you hear on that?
1: So we're still trying to translate it, but we have different opinions. So I'm not going to tell you what I think. I'll play it for you later and see what you think. But I can post that EVP also on our group.
0: So, and when you guys were there, the psychic was there, right? Mm -hmm. Did he, was he able to give you any information about, the guy in the overalls of the little girl was, like...
2: I know he kept talking about Or, Or
0: girl. have you guys done any research as far as, like, maybe who lived there at one time, or did a little girl die there or something? Well,
1: he did pick up, like... So I don't know how much I, like, believe in everything that he was saying. And that's, again, me being, you know, a skeptic. Yeah. But he did pick up on, you know, like, just multiple energies, Mm -hmm. some good and some bad. And I didn't like when he told us anything bad.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We kind of shut it down because it was still because we
1: always felt safe. Yeah. And so like that's where we're at. Yeah. And we don't want to lose that. I think with that house, we both loved it so much. So that is going to be the little the where the bar project is going.
0: So okay, so you now you still have the house. Or you bought the house back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And we just finished demo <clears throat> yesterday.
0: Has anybody doing demo or anything experienced anything that you know of? Or?
1: No, not yet. I mean, they just started. But, you know, I don't know if they would during the day. Um, I mean, I obviously experienced stuff. <laughs> There's so
2: I, many stories. Yeah. We, we um, should, we maybe we things... should go
0: there one night.
2: Oh, yeah. And just
0: see if we can experience
2: it. Okay. So one thing when, so when I was pregnant, I was helping remodel the house when we first got it, which was 10 years ago. And there was so many crazy things that would come up where it, and it would happen during the day. And so we, the first thing that we did was we remodeled the office part. So that way we could get the employees in there working. But then in the meantime, we still were remodeling um, like the apartment, the other half of the house. And I can't even tell you, we would just be out sitting at our desk and you could hear the girl. I think her name was like Annabelle or something like that, or like Eva or something. Um, But you could hear her running up and down the stairs. Really? Yeah. It's a busy house. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't tell you, and that whole side was like completely closed off. Um, But there was so many times where um, like one of my desk and like a pen would literally like just fly off of her desk Behind her. And she's like, what the hell? Um, and what's funny is, is when that second he was like, does he was like, she likes you and pointed to the girl, Michelle. And she's like, really? Because she picks on me a lot. And he's like, yeah, that's her playing with you. Like, does she do something with your pens? And he knew it. And we had never said anything. So that was insane. But when we did the construction, he kept, he made a comment to me and said, um, by the way, she likes what you, like the, the colors that you picked. Cause we had, it was like all these different colors. It wasn't, you know, very traditional at all. But, um, so we did experience things during the construction during mm-hmm. the day and even at night and everything else. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so you, uh, we got the old big man in the overalls,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: the little girl, your cat. Mm-hmm. What was your cat's name? Cindy. <laughs> we, should get, we should go there and call out Cindy and see if we hear any meows or anything.
1: Oh my
2: gosh!
0: Uh, well, okay. So those three. Well, anything else that you can think of?
2: I heard at a time, at a point that there it used to be like a, a well, boys' home, or something. and
0: you had a friend too, or you guys knew somebody that died we, there, too. Yeah, so four, there. Yeah, he passed away there. So we got four entities there. Yeah. yeah.
1: And we'll post a picture. of. There's a picture that was taken in 1930, and Eva B. Kaufman signed it. And the house was not new at that time, but we do have a photo from 1930. I believe also they said that it was part of maybe the Underground Railroad. There's a trap cellar door Mm -hmm. in the floor that goes down. And, you know, that that could have been, you know, because it was right by the railroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and was. so, if if slaves were coming over and being hidden, you know, I feel like that that would have been a good location.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if it's true or not either. Just what people around here said. the The old house that got tore down that was the Casa Miguel's building. Remember that restaurant?
1: Yeah, yeah. The
0: old two story house,
1: uh-huh. right the, by uh, the village pantry. Uh,
0: they the owners of that always said that they had experienced stuff there. And that uh, it was part of the Underground Railroad at one time. Well, then
1: I believe it. Yeah. I've heard that our house could have been that same scenario, which would give it a lot
2: of history. And when we did the remodel, there was like hidden rooms upstairs. Oh, yeah. Like there was, it was yes. hidden rooms, like drywalled in and everything. And there was like a chair in there and it's like, really? Yes. And <laughs> we found so much weird things in the walls. They're like literally rooms in the wall. It was weird. <laughs> wow. And what's you, you mentioned this earlier when you said that you um, would see the, the men or the guys at the stairs, right at the bottom of the stairs, there was multiple Coke bottles with workers. I don't think I ever Inside told you that. Inside the wall? Well, underneath the stairs. Under the stairs? Yeah, under the stairs, and they said, I'm so-and-so, and I'm here working on this house. This is today's date, and Coke bottles. No. I swear no. on everything. What,
0: uh, what were the dates on the next oh, year?
2: I of? don't remember. I don't remember. It was so long that ago. That is so cool. But my dad might still have them, because yeah. he, he had like a Cheerio cabinet filled with all the like the findings of the house that we found in the walls.
0: Does he still have those overalls?
2: I think he, no, he doesn't because they basically disintegrated when he touched them. They were so old. They were like a hundred years old, but, um, there was like old pots and pans and then the Coke bottles with the notes in them. Newspapers. Yep. Newspapers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. It's crazy. I'd love to see those notes. Yeah. What the years were and what all they said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do know the house does not like the Ouija board because Mm -hmm. my oldest brother, Ouija board in to the house
2: when recently no oh i was like he was in high school yeah i remember
1: he said this yeah and he said one night that he woke up and he he just kind of heard like some you know shuffling going around you know like and he looked over and this is when the ouija board was new the cool thing to do Mm. nobody was scared of it right Mm. he said this board he swears was shaking and levitating (laughs) next to his bed so he grabbed it and threw it out of the outside of the house into the snow and then the next day him and my dad took it to um he, my dad owned a lawn care company and they took it to the dumpster two days later it was at our doorstep
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that i've heard stories about ouija boards where like someone will burn it and, and then, then the next day it'll be back. Yeah, it, it was gas, man.
1: <laughs> We were so scared. My parents are freaked out. And then that's when we we're like,
0: You're, Wait a minute. So you, your dad and his brother took the Ouija board to dump and it ended up back at your house? Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Uh-huh. We kicked it out. <laughs> Either somebody it, you know. is screwing you guys uh-huh. pretty good, <laughs> or that's yeah. messed up.
1: Yeah, we if somebody did that, that's mean. So I'm just shame on you them. if you're listening <laughs> you to did. this and you did this, traumatized you. Yeah, I'm traumatized dude. And when that, um, when the Ouija board was in the house, there's an old clock that uh was there when we moved in and it never worked during that time period. The clock was working
0: during what time period
2: when that Ouija board is in that <laughs> I was literally gonna mention the clock thing when before you brought up the Ouija board because none of the we would buy so many clocks for our office and they would just stop working always so, so I'm good. like I would get new batteries I just get new clocks and it would always stop working and then um I, before, when we were moving out we were moving stuff in the basement and there was like uh I remember it was like a really old clock and it was in the cross space mm-hmm. like you know in the basement when you walk down and then there's just like a foot of cross space it yeah. was like in the middle of the floor in a cross space that's weird i know why i don't know it was like what, <laughs> what the thing? heck it was just crazy dude that house, and i remember yeah. you we both that was another story where we both finished each other's sentences because mm-hmm. we're like this is insane mm-hmm.
1: and there's so there's still so many more like that we yeah. could go on about and other guests that I could put on to tell their story. I mean, you know, I should have known something was up dude when, so it was like the second day living there and there's a knock at the back door. (laughs) This is kind of funny, but now I'm kind of like, Ooh, that's kind of creepy, but knock at the back door. And it's this little girl who's about my age. Right. in like, you know, second grade and she's got a Bible and (laughs) she said, you know, hi, my name's Heather. And me and my mom were like, oh, hi. And she goes, would you guys like to buy um, some pages out of the Bible? Buy <laughs> <Some> pages? <laughs> <Five> pages? <laughs> yeah. And I think that story is so cute. But she was, I don't know if she really just wanted to come meet the neighbors or if she was like, thought the house was haunted and you're going to need this. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Just take some of these and, and spread them out. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. But, you know, I do have a question about the I have heard that playing with ghost boxes and things like that, that you have to be careful of knowing what's coming through. If Is it really the person or is it a demon in disguise?
0: I've heard that same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think you do have to use caution if you're going to start flirting with that stuff mm-hmm. um, as to not let bad spirits in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I've heard the same thing uh, In nor- and this isn't really my thing like spirits and all that I don't really get into that stuff I'm not saying it is true or it isn't true I don't really know but I'm just saying a lot of weird stuff happens that's hard to explain mm-hmm. um, but I have had an experience with a psychic and spirits and another actually two psychics and one warned me about what you're saying like okay be careful because bad spirits will disguise themselves as good as good to fool you and so you let that you invite mm-hmm. them in
2: let them mm-hmm. in so you start communicating or even yeah. if it's like a loved one They'll pretend to be the loved one. Yes. Yeah. I've heard that too. So before
1: we started the investigation that we all prayed, you know, ordered any spirits or anything to stay where they were Mm -hmm. and not to attach. Yeah. Um, And I mean, that's intense. Like when you're in that moment going through it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, through my own personal experience and I've got a kind of a crazy story to tell, but I'll save it for another Episode, um, But m- through my experience, it made me a believer in the spirit world as far as, you know, uh, God and evil. Um, it was basically brought to the forefront and personally affected me in a way that it made me – it sort of confirmed, yes – there's God, and yes, there's evil mm-hmm. and demons.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there definitely is. Yeah, uh, it's so important if you are going to tiptoe around any of this or investigate that your faith is strong, because I do believe that the vulnerable, emotionally weak, are the ones that you know get
2: like cling to, cling to inside. right yeah. by
1: yeah. the the dark side. Yeah, yeah uh, you have to be spiritually strong.
0: I agree, and you, you have to be careful. And people like to poke fun at religion and Christianity mm-hmm. and Catholicism until their their little four year old starts speaking Latin and their head spinning mm. around. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, maybe we better call a priest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have you ever wondered why um, the Catholic Church is the only? completely certified and ordained to do exorcisms.
0: Do I? I mean, do you
1: wonder why it's like within, why is it the The Catholic Catholic church? Church? Yeah.
0: Well, I think as far as I know, they're probably the only religion that sort of recognizes that, that it's true. Yeah. Uh, And actually there was at one time there was a priest here in Indiana that I grew up Catholic and, and was Catholic for, probably half my life or so, maybe more. Um, there was a priest in Indiana that would, he, he would travel yeah. around the world.
1: He was at St. Francis and Claire.
0: Was that where he was? Mm-hmm.
1: Right here. Yeah.
0: Uh, and yeah. I watched so, his
1: documentary and it was intense.
0: Yeah. If you uh, ever watch any of that stuff, it's just sort of bizarre. And a lot of things that can't be explained are happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not an expert in that. I don't know. I can't sit here and say, you know, what's going on, but, um, you, you know, you you have to be careful because you can always be deceived or whatever, but there are some scenarios where you're just kind of like, I don't think they're playing around. (laughs) Like, I think this is real. So, uh,
1: following the main street house. So, you know, me and Nani have plenty of stories on that house, but following that investigation, um, Nani had talked to me about that she wanted to do another, investigation on a house in beach grove Mm
2: -hmm. um
1: will you fill us in on that
2: yeah so my a friend of mine she um had bought a house with her grandma there in beach grove it was on like 9th street and um it's just she said that all the men so her dad lived with her her um her son's father lived there and then her son and then she's got two daughters but like the three guys that lived there they just would become like completely enraged and it's like what the heck and to the point where I don't know if I can share this or not but like her son's father like went almost like he like had a mental breakdown and like put a gun up to her head like was gonna kill her all this crazy stuff had happened and um so you're saying all the men that ever lived there turned like their personality yeah it was like they were like just enraged all the time. Like they were always fighting. There was violence, everything. When prior to that, there was never any issues. Mm -hmm. And this is her dad, her son's father. And then her son would, um, he could not, not sleep in his own room by himself. Like he would literally cry and scream and have like night terrors. So, I mean, he was very young. He was probably three, three or four when they lived there. So he would have to end up sleeping with her pretty much every single night. So it really didn't happen with her son, but he would just experience not being able to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he would, um, she had cameras in their room cause he had like a little toddler bed and he would just stare up at the corner of the ceiling and just like scream. Yeah. So it was like, something was in this and, you know, but she couldn't see it, but she swears. And there was times where like, Things out of the movie where the po- blankets get pulled and things like that—that that would she would catch that on camera mm-hmm. with her son. So um, we, she we did go in. in. Yeah,
1: me and you went in that yeah.
2: house with the ghost hunter people. Mm-hmm. And got
1: a little. I mean, this this place I'm going to tell you was creepy. It was <laughs> like this you was
0: the house in Beach
1: Grove. In, vitro. Vitro. in yeah. <laughs> and we did catch some things. Um, there was one device they brought that night, which was like an infrared mm-hmm. um, camera, and There was, you could see like outlines of people like
2: on the stairs that were not there. Or even, and what freaked me out the most was, I don't know if you remember this, but so how to explain it is, it's like you're making, even like if you had a phone where you're making a video, but um, you can't see anything in front of you. But if you look at your phone, you could see an image. Yes. And I remember, I don't know if we were in the basement or where, but there it, it looks like stick people, and they're mm-hmm. like red or blue or whatever color they are. Um, but it literally was on the ceiling in the corner, and it like jumped. And it was yeah. like a person, and I was like, at that point, I was like, oh hell no, <laughs> like oh, I am done. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I am officially freaked the fuck out because <laughs> normal <laughs> ghosts aren't on the ceiling climbing <laughs> like a monkey, you know. So I was like, oh that my god. <laughs> that one, yeah. And I think I don't know if the psychic came to that one. I don't no, remember. We but... did call psychic, that was oh, yeah, that's right For the investigation. And she the psychic was saying that, um, so yeah, she was on the on the call and she was saying that. Like the, there was a, she was picking up on a woman spirit and that, um, like terrible things that happened to her where men like abused her and did all Mm. these crazy things. So she hated men. So that's why back. Yeah. Kind of the way the men were behaving once they moved. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was a date that she kept saying, I don't know if it was like 17, 19, or it was like a four digit number. So I actually was talking to my coworker about it because she is originally from beach grove and knows a lot of history. And she said that, I think, I'm pretty sure it was 1719. that year is when they had like the, when Indiana was invaded and became its own state. And they were like, um, men were coming in and just like slaughtering families and torturing them and things like that. And that specific area is where that had happened. Okay. So I was like, It's kind of like a full circle. Mm -hmm. It's like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, I don't know. I mean, think
1: of all the energy. Think of how many people lived here and passed through these Mm -hmm. different structures and the energy that things have to hold. I mean, there's it just I'm so intrigued by it. I was not that intrigued. I was always intrigued about Main Street and then crossing Nani's path. And then, you know, just, I just now know, like I just believe that there is things that we can't, we don't always understand what is we're hearing or seeing, but there's something. Right. It's validation Mm
2: -hmm. that we're not alone. That's Mm -hmm. how I look at it.
0: Yeah. I definitely don't think that when you die, that's the end. Um, I think there's, Something happens when we die, you know. As a Christian, or if you believe in God or heaven or whatever, you know, you kind of think that that's where you're going. Which I'm not saying that that's not where you go. I think whatever, wherever you want to go, I think you have to prepare yourself for that mentally and spiritually. So when the your time comes, you know where to go, and you're not stuck. Oh, yeah. Like, wandering around in these houses, you know, like... <laughs>
1: you do hear, like, psychics say that, like, they're stuck, or they haven't gone on.
2: Yeah, I've heard that, too. It's kind of like, um, I've heard that, too. There's a psychic that I've I've seen, I haven't in a while, but she said to me... Um, A friend of mine's mom is stuck. So they're like, it's like you have to relearn how to live your life again. And that they have to go different stages, just like how you do in school. And then you finally get to graduate and then you can move on. That's how it was explained to me. So I was like, that is so crazy Mm
0: -hmm. to think about it that way. Like I kind of think with what happened to me in that house, Mm -hmm. I think that was what was going on. I think that old man died and then he was just really confused because there were people in his house that he didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And then I think he eventually figured out that he wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he moved on. Cuz yeah. like that's a movie. Yeah, shortly
1: yeah, exactly. yeah,
0: shortly after that experience when I went basically numb and I couldn't talk or move or anything, mm-hmm. everything stopped. You know, there wasn't any more kind of crazy stuff going on in the house. So yeah. uh, I think yeah, I think that's Probably the situation and whenever you get into, if you're ever watching those shows or documentaries about near death experiences and all that, it's Mm -hmm. so interesting Mm -hmm. to hear what those people talk about. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: It definitely makes you know that there's more.
0: Yeah. Right. For sure. Absolutely. And I think it's a matter of uh, figuring out how to tap into your energy. Because I think our energy runs through the, and this is probably crazy, but I think our energy runs through the entire universe. There's just so much energy and force out there. And when you think about how big everything, you know, it's hard to sit here, like we've talked about aliens and stuff before, Mm -hmm. that it's hard to sit here and think that we're the only thing that exists in this entire universe. And I think you have, and we only use a very small percentage of our brains, Mm -hmm. you know, so what the rest of our brain can do, we have no idea. But I think, you know, like meditation and getting yourself, uh, I don't know if I want to say right, but tapping into that energy and yeah. dialing yourself into the universe, so to speak, is going to uh, be what prepares you for your afterlife. Mm-hmm. I, that's my personal thoughts.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited about this month coming up. It's Halloween
0: because time. Because it's Halloween time. It's Halloween time and Michael
1: Myers is in Greenwood. I you know. I, I heard. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard that he was hitchhiking.
0: Saw him the other day.
1: You did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kinda, mean, kinda, to think that he's retired, and living weird. in Greenwood.
0: Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, but I saw him hitchhiking the other day. <laughs> I did, too. I did, too. Hitchhiking. And then, yeah, people were calling like, hey, we're pretty sure we saw Michael, Michael Myers out hitchhiking. And then when, like, the cops went there, he was gone. He was gone. Of course.
2: Yes,
0: yeah, that's he, what it he does. He does he, Nani's <laughs> like, did you guys I, smoke a bowl? I'm like, <laughs> this, am I really hearing this right? I,
2: I'm so confused right now. I'm trying to picture it in my mind, but oh, yeah, well, we'll let we'll let you see a
0: visual. Uh, a okay, so we're, we're we'll wrap this ghost story edition up.
1: Yeah, and we got lots we'll, more we'll have
0: go. some more coming since it's Halloween season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Uh, let them know. I can't talk today. I'm all spooked <laughs> out. Uh, to let them know what our email is and our Facebook
1: Okay. Page. You guys can contact us at hofbeans at gmail.com or join our Facebook group at Hill of Beans with Ezra and Casey, where we have a lot of fun and um, get to hang out with you guys. Peace.